Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Today on CityCast Madison. Tone Madison recently dropped their list for their favorite songs and albums out of Madison last year. And the Dynamic Arts and Politics website wants to introduce you to some of the standouts you might have missed. So Tone Music Editor Steven Spurl picks six of his favorites to share with us. And we had a ball. It's Tuesday, January 30th. I'm Bianca Martin, and here's what Madison's talking about. Steven, hey! Hello. Each year, y'all at Tone make a Madison's favorite songs of the year list. And I bet compiling all these best of lists gives you a ton of insight into the Madison music scene. Uh, Many of us are still picking ourselves up from the pandemic days. How would you describe the music scene from last year? 2022 to 2023 was a really interesting sort of change just in terms of volume for releases that were coming out. And I think in part that can probably be explained by the open up window coming about after the pandemic, which allows people to see each other again and then continue picking up where they left off. A lot of times, you know, an album and EP will take multiple years to conceive, write, edit, record, send through post-production. So I do think the impact of people being able to collaborate together in person a little more freely uh, has played a a factor in the volume of releases that have been coming out. So how do you pick what gets onto the list? I have been maintaining a spreadsheet uh, that is essentially an internal release tracker for us. So anytime a new album, new song, new music video comes out from a Madison or Madison area artist or somebody with connections to Madison, I will put it in the track list and then I will provide the link and then write a brief sort of Cliff's Notes on the release, first impressions type deal. This year, we enlisted some people that freelance for us, um, other editors, and then we had a few rounds of internal polling. That makes sense. Well, let's wait no further to get into some of the music. We asked you to pick your top of the top from those three lists. You picked six songs. We're super excited about that. Let's get into them. The first song is from a group called The Spine Stealers uh, with a song called Waffle House. I'm starting to miss Wisconsin. Maybe Dash, you gave me last week. 
Oh my goodness, it's so lovely. Uh, tell us about this pick, who we just heard, and and why it's a special selection. So that was the Spine Stealers. The members are Emma O'Shea and Kate Ruland. They've been touring fairly extensively and playing some bigger profile national stages. And this was a standalone single that they put out before they released their first EP. They've been playing a lot around Wisconsin, especially, and every time it's just been kind of like how it comes across in that song. There's just kind of a really warm campfire glow aesthetic to their music. They describe themselves as a spooky gal duo. and <laughs> Yes, spooky gal duo. I love that. Yeah. Uh, in a lot of their recent performances, too, they've had a third kind of peripheral member who's been playing a lot of lap steel guitar and it's fleshed it out really really nicely just a great up-and-coming folk band and that's a genre that we have some of but we don't have anybody that's quite doing it the way they are and it's a really refreshing take on the the genre harmonies are beautiful songwriting is beautiful great band yeah it's stunning it's definitely my cup of folky tea and very local with that wisconsin line um Mm -hmm. i'm proud to say i I organically stumbled on this song from a local musician tyler fastnacht who's in different groups um he had posted online on the interwebs and i thought oh my goodness gracious i love this i'm I'm a folk head so i love that um let's keep grooving uh your second pick number two is from a local jazz ensemble feastet with the song running from the dance floor why don't you step into the dance floor i promise i'm not here to bite you out here and move your feet and hold me tight and stomp your feet it's a groovy adventure that one um what stood out about running from the dance floor for you that's another one where the band has kind of a newer footprint in madison but the people that have been playing with the band My understanding on it is there's kind of an open door rotating member policy, similar to what now a few of the more punk leaning bands in Madison have been employing uh, recently. And this year was the first year that they really started focusing on releasing music and, uh, and especially on releasing originals. And it's just it's nice to hear specifically uh, jazz sort of leaning groups incorporate a whole host of different musical influences. Jazz fusion isn't necessarily always my personal sort of cup of tea or whatever, but the way they handle it and incorporate different elements from basically the spectrum of music is something that clearly indicates their their level of control over music and their understanding over structure, craftsmanship, and everything else, because it blends really seamlessly. And everybody that has played in that band has just been a virtuosic musician. 
Well, yeah, it's super cheeky and fun. And like, I feel a little bit talking about the spooky duo. It's a little like spooky in the 60s sense. Um, <laughs> I, I really, really enjoy that track. Um, it also makes me think of the movie Saltburn that everyone's talking about. There's this iconic moment with a song called Murder on the Dance Floor. Made me think of Arctic Monkeys. I bet you look good on the dance floor. It's a winning name convention. Also, I should go to Rabinia because I have not danced there. Rubinia is very nice. Uh, that was a perfect venue to see them. I think that was for uh, not this past Jazz Fest, but the one before. Yeah, I'm a big dancer. All right, let's get to your third pick. Uh, this is from drummer and producer Brad Hawes, going by the moniker Drought. The song is called Perfume. Let's listen. That's a vibe. Tell us about this track and, and why it made your top list. This is one I felt like should be represented because uh, it's one, just a great electronic track. And we wanted to have a, a decent helping of sort of electronic dance representation in the list. And it's also affiliated with another drummer producer's label who's local to Madison, who is uh, goes by the, by the moniker Chance. And that's label has been putting out some really exciting things. This is one of the ones that immediately caught my attention when it came out because one, it's very easy to kind of like tap into or for a listener to tap into and get their head bobbing a little bit. But there's also this sort of innate almost balance of introversion and extroversion that comes through when I listen to this. And that's really rare to come across, especially when it's something that is leaning so heavily on essentially a, like a, a dance floor track where the majority of the time it's going to be more sort of bright, more a little bit heavy handed or bombastic in trying to communicate just like a, a party vibe. So whenever something comes across as more thoughtful or cerebral, but still is able to convey that sense of you know, like uh, wanting to get out, wanting to dance, wanting to party, wanting to whatever, it's going to catch my attention. And this definitely did that. Yeah, I definitely um, hear that in the track and end up picking a Mr. Bombastic <laughs> part in the track. But there are these, there are definitely some slower, calmer things. It's kind of hypnotic. I described it to myself kind of like a Euro dance club within like a video game landscape. I don't know if you Microsoft like Hoover, like just moving around like little things happening. But yeah, it's, it's really dope. So thanks for that. Let's get to your fourth pick. It's from a metal band here named Bereft. Uh, the song The Great Emptiness, which actually has a, a pretty special story behind it. And I was hoping, can you actually share that context briefly before we play it? Sure. Um, so The Great Emptiness was a song that this band had started writing several years ago. And they had performed it as a band with then member Alex Linden, who was a guitarist for the band and who did some vocals for the band a few days after that performance, which I believe not a hundred percent sure on, but I, I believe it was the initial performance of that song. 
they they performed it in an unfinished state. A few days later, Alex passed away due to heart complications. The band went on sort of a brief pause, but then came together eventually to finish and release the song to honor Lyndon's memory. Thank you so much uh, for sharing that. Yeah, let's let's listen. So that one was, the track is over 17 minutes. Um, so there are a lot of different emotions um, throughout it. But tell us what made this track, you know, make your top list. Right. So even independent from the context of the personal history of the song, which absolutely informs the emotive heft of it, I still think that emotion comes across and anytime a band writes something at that length, even more than 10 minutes, you need to have a really masterful command of dynamics to keep things interesting. And the way they sort of interweave the structures of that song without losing a hint of that emotion is really impressive and it's really engaging and a really absorbing song. And I have also always been sort of more attracted to the type of heavier, more extreme metal that has a doomier, slower element to it. So all of that paired with that personal history of the song really enhances it in a way that's impossible to avoid and just makes it stand out as one, a masterpiece of the genre, but two, a really potent, powerful, and moving tribute to a a fallen band member. Absolutely. And it wouldn't be a a Madison list without some metalheads represented. And a change of genre, another change, your fifth pick is by rapper Flame the Ruler with the song Up. Let's listen to that. Lead them haters in back, got them eating dust. No, I can't trust, get pieced up. Tell them my people, they know that I got them. Come from the bottom, see the demons when I spot them. I'm prayed up, so I drop them. Look in the mirror and I see a boss. Been paying the cost so you can get lost. Won't stop till my crib, got a money vault. I'm sick with this shit and they can't stop the cough. That's what I hear when I'm thinking my millions. Know this guy's up in the building, pass out the place we feeding our children. I come from the bottom, I seen it get rotten. So tell me, do you know the feeling? We trying to send it up, up, we trying to send it up. All right, up. This is trying to send it up. Why is this track a winner for you? This one has actually a little bit of an interesting story to it, but I do my best to get out to the Make Music Madison events that happen every year and to try and zero in on people who I just don't really have an awareness of who they are and then stick around to see if anything sort of piques my attention or moves me in a certain way. Two years ago, that was seeing Def Sonic for the first time and just being blown away. This year, it was stumbling across a sort of showcase for the local rap 
independent label No Disguise, which is something that is run in part by Flame the Ruler. And he and Question, who's another person that's on the label, were performing. Uh, and there were two or three little kids that were there. And they were a few of the only people that were there, but they were dancing around and they were engaging with them in a really kind of wholesome way. But even apart from that, just taking a step back and listening to them perform their music, it was extremely clear that they were rapping and using production that is on a, a little bit of a higher level than some of the things that I have heard coming out of Madison in, in recent times. And some of it is just obviously a subjective thing. It doesn't match up with my taste necessarily, but seeing and hearing that and then the combination of that sticking in the memory and then seeking out basically the label's discography and just wading through all of their releases was mind boggling with how much good music they had produced and released throughout the year. And this was one of them that immediately jumped out as, okay, this is clearly like a label would float this as a single. This would be a, a lead track in any sort of publicity rollout campaign. For sure. The beat's great. The rapping's great. The cadence is great. Production is smooth. Everything complements each other really nicely. The singing's great. And it's just an, an all-around winner for me. Yeah. it's This could be an anthem. Uh, I was definitely feeling it. So that's that's awesome. Uh, that's an awesome pick. And last but certainly not least, you picked a song from the indie rock band Mickey Sunshine called Rat Race. so good <laughs> rat race um why is this your last pick to share this was my last pick in part because through all of the sort of internal polling there were a few overlaps everybody seemed pretty in on the spine stealers but had different selections for the spine stealers a few people had an overlap but for the most part it was different that happened with a few other indie rock artists calamore being one of them Rat Race was literally the only thing that was on everybody's final ballot, where everybody just immediately keyed in on, oh, this is special in some way. Uh, and a lot of it, I'm sure, has to do with the narrative, but a lot of it also has to do with the structure. Uh, it erupts into one of the best guitar solos that Madison has had in maybe a few years. It's just a huge moment that lends a really dramatic impact to a song that explicitly calls out and deals with just the constraints of capitalism and how unmanageable it is to survive a modern day sort of model of basically the late stage pitfalls of 
something that we all have to contend with in various ways and figure out ways to navigate with limited resources at our disposal more often than not. Yeah. I saw in the show notes that it's like in part an ode to the service industry, like the song Mm -hmm. goes, say tip your bartenders. And I was listening, I related so much. Yes. And I think everybody at Tone Madison, obviously with the way our coverage tilts is extremely empathetic towards that sort of central anchor of a narrative. But then also a lot of us at Tone Madison, including some of the people that voted, if not most of the people that voted, themselves play in bands. So they have an awareness of just how difficult it is to tap into something that effectively and balance narrative with structure, with delivery, with execution, with impact, with intent, and so on and so forth. And Rat Race does that in a way that's just immediately gripping. And it's something that just grabs the attention, holds the attention, does not relent, increases the tension. And then by the end, it's just kind of starry vision blur of coming to again. I am obsessed with this track. It's her voice, her the raspiness, the the emotion is raw. And I, I, I can't say anything better than what you just said, Stephen. And any last minute honorable mentions, artists or bands you'll be watching in 2024? Oh, there are honestly so, so many. Uh, there was a, a shoegaze band that released a single called Die Caught. It was their first single. It came out first week or so. So of January, Tyler, who you mentioned previously in this episode, has always been up to so, so much between T.S. Voss, Proud Parents, Baby Tyler. And now he and a few other people are helming all ages shows at the VFW, which is one huge boost to Madison and the way it's sort of the the live music landscape functions. Uh, Then their Graham Hunt disc, those people obviously now receiving national, sometimes international recognition for their work, and rightfully so. Uh, The Spine Steelers, as they continue to go forward, there are several other bands with releases that have not been publicly announced yet, but are due out at some point this year that I'm very excited for people to find out about. Then, I mean, honestly, there's so, so many people. Anybody that works at or with Tone, who is involved in a musical project. I'm always excited to hear those. Yeah, we'll have to um, be keeping our ear to the ground and following Tone to find out those new releases that are coming up. Uh, Mm -hmm. Steven, this is so much fun talking with you. We really appreciate you bringing us the goods from y'all's great work. We're lucky to have you here in Madison, um, and we're grateful for you joining us. Thank you so much. And thank you. That was Steven Spurl, music editor at Tone Madison. We will link to Tone Madison's 2023 top songs and albums list in our show notes. That's all for today here on CityCast Madison. I'm Bianca Martin. If you enjoyed the show, why not share this episode with your live concert buddy? And that can also include the person you might hear singing in the shower. All right, we'll be back tomorrow morning with more stories from around the city. Until then. Mm